Good night, good evening, folks. Nick at Night is back in a professional setting. Obviously, my last few podcasts over the course of, I don't know, about 18 months here have not been very professional. Um, obviously, ragtag operation we have going here in the Nick at Night headquarters located in Westchester, Pennsylvania. No, that's not true. You all know that's not true. Anyways, uh, we are recording live from my studio lounge located where? Well... That's for you to guess and you to find out. We don't do videos on this podcast. We don't say names on this podcast. And we sure as hell are very anonymous. And uh, I've been told I have a face for radio. That's why I'm behind this mic. Um, mic, phone. Um, we're, we're thinking about getting on the equipment side of things and maybe investing in a, a headset or maybe a decent working laptop. To be brutally honest with you, I just haven't had the electronics and the equipment. Uh, The budget for Nick at Night has just slowly shrunk since 2017 when uh, we first came about. uh, Stationed in La Crosse, Wisconsin, if you were an OG Nick at Night listener. But uh, we are back. Um, We are obviously, you know I make no guarantees on this podcast. I sure as hell don't say when I'm going to do any of this because... uh, you know, life comes about, things uh, things enter your world that uh, sometimes a podcast goes lower and lower on the priority list, although I would like to make it a lot higher. Busy life, uh, busy dogs. we got three dogs just absolutely going at it right now. Um, they are a lot to handle. Uh, I would suggest not getting fur babies. If Well, if you don't want kids, uh, don't get dogs because they turn into kids and say, hey! We got the two little ones here. Uh, appears to be kind of a gang banging up on the big one, Mosley. He's a he's a one hundred ten pound dog now, and between the ten pounder and the five pounder, they're starting to assert their dominance here. Anyways, we're gonna try and uh, keep the attention off the dogs for this one because today we are back in quarantine. Nick, we don't say names on this podcast. Nick at night is back in quarantine. Uh, he has entered the Winnebago County health and safety protocol due to uh quote-unquote possible exposure ran a little bit of a fever last week um so basically i can kill anyone if i walk outside so i've pretty much just uh, locked myself in a room and uh stayed in the corner um munching on beef sticks and doritos uh threw in a couple pizzas uh had a little bit of wine here and there um we also uh had a little bush light here. We're gonna crack open a bush light here in the evening hours. Ah, bucks and six, by the way. We are presented by Bush Light in this episode of Nick at Night Back in Quarantine is presented by Bush Light and the Farmers for the Farmers. Bush Light is brewed for the farmers. Anheuser Busch located in St. Louis, Missouri. Fuck the Cardinals. Uh, this 12 fluid ounce can packs a four percent ABV punch. Ooh, a little spillage there. ABV punch, uh, low on calories, high on taste. Bush Light. We're also presented today by, um, these are free ads, by the way. I don't get paid for any of this. We're also presented by AutoZone. AutoZone, for your car care needs, if you don't know how to put a wiper on your vehicle, pull into AutoZone. They'll do it for you. Obviously, that's not me, but uh, I pulled into AutoZone a few weeks ago, and uh, someone, an unidentified individual, uh, was trying to get their wipers on their vehicle and didn't know how, and I saw the guy customer service guy come out and do it for him and free of charge it took like two minutes obviously wouldn't be me i'm a pretty handy guy myself but uh we got a little more professional episode on on docket um did a lot of writing preparation for this one uh preparation meaning you know jot everything that's on my mind 
um, put it onto a notebook and just start spewing. Anyways, um, this is an open audition for anyone who want to be a co-host, and you know it's hard to do this by myself as much as I love my three dogs. Uh, they're kind of terrible co-hosts when they're putting on their own porno uh, to my right. I think they're not so horny today. They're all neutered, so I don't really know what they're doing. But anyways, let's get this show on the road here. Um, i got to hit you with a little intro here. Bucks and six. We're in the Eastern Conference Finals down 1-0, but it's all right. Uh, we'll be okay. We just knocked off the super team, the Nets. We're diverting. I digress. Anyways, uh, we got a good one on the docket for you. studio thank you to unlimited official so we don't get copyrighted for that let's get ready for this the official music video by two unlimited official bite records listen like and love this song on spotify actually i don't really care um that was just so i don't get sued okay um as i said to start this thing off i have entered the winnebago county health and safety protocol i'm already a survivor of the covid r sars sars 2 something like that um and I already tested negative via the rapid COVID test, but the CDC still uh, tells me to stay in isolation because if I take one step outside, there's a chance I could wipe out the entire population of wherever I'm living right now. Um, anyways, we are still stationed in the state of Wisconsin, so I'm isolating myself because I would hate to, uh, my home boys, my home squad, my, my home area here in the Fox Valley, I would hate to uh, kill them off. Um, 
But I, I'm not anti-vax by any stretch of the imagination. I've gotten a lot of vaccines. I've gotten tetanus. Uh, I think my last tetanus was 2000, so I'm 21 years overdue on that one. Um, I think I got the meningitis at one point or another, but usually vaccines, they make me pass out. And, you know, oh, shit. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Hey. So my, my watchdogs. I got a few watchdogs, as you know. Calm down out there. All right. Anyways, that's probably Anthony Fauci at my door trying to make sure I'm staying isolated. So we're isolated. We are uh, social distancing. Uh, my dogs are sicker than... A bag of rocks. No, a bag of dog. That's a bad one. Bad little pun there. We're all just so sick right now. No, we're not. We're just isolating and we're just trying to uh, lower the exposure. I, as I said, uh, two days after I was told by the Winnebago County Health and Safety uh, Department that told me and said that I was in close contact with someone who had a serious strain of COVID uh, that I had to isolate myself. I actually just ran a really high fever one day and then uh, got tested the next day and it was clean so covid clean covid survivor you do the math i think i'm i think i'm all set until uh until the airports are going to tell me i can't travel unless i get that vaccine i think we're going to we're just going to stay safe here um i'll wear a mask though out in public just to be safe i did wear a mask actually <gasps> I went to walgreens walgreens or cvs and i had a mask on and an older lady was quite peeved because my mask was designating that I was not a vaccine guy. But in all reality, I wear the mask for fashion. And I wear the mask so I can go to the store. And if I see someone I don't want to see, they don't know it's me. So it's actually these masks have been a blessing in disguise. And I plan on continuing to wear one even if I had the vaccine. Because, quite frankly, when we go out to the grocery store, we go and run some quick errands, there's certain people that you might see out in public that you don't want to see. So, I'm all for the mask, because before you couldn't wear a mask in public without getting those looks like he's coming to rob the place. But I'm using it as a, you know, if you're the type of guy that doesn't like uh, impromptu conversation just coming about, oh, there's my third grade middle school science teacher. I definitely don't want to talk to him or her. Uh, mask up. Anyways, uh, I do have a desire to bring this back on a weekly basis. A desire. This is not a guarantee. This is strictly a desire. I do not guarantee on this podcast because, as I said, guarantees on this podcast usually don't get followed through. However... I'm looking for a co-host. I'm looking for guests. <sighs> My old co-host, if he's listening, reach on out, man. Helping hand. I know you like filming your podcast. I know you like all that. I'm not a technology junkie guy. You know, I got the brain. I'll, I'll turn out the ideas. I'll turn out the content. But, uh, you know, the technology side of things, I'm working a freaking MacBook Pro right now, and it feels like a typewriter. I have no idea what I'm doing. I have just shit laying everywhere i'm i got two dogs just staring at me like they're like they just pooped in my living room because they probably did 
I got shit everywhere. I got a Vince Lombardi quote just staring me right in the face, and it's intimidating me. Winning is not a sometime thing. It's an all-the-time thing. You don't win once in a while. You don't do things right once in a while. You do them right all the time. Winning is a habit. Unfortunately, so is losing. Coach Vince Lombardi, I'm staring at that, and it's intimidating, and I'm running out of breath because I'm out of shape. So I'm looking for a co-host. You know my DMs. You know where to get to me. All the loyal listeners, I'm sure, do. I'm looking for guests. We still don't say names on this podcast. This is a highly anonymous podcast. You don't even know the name of the host. Well, you do if you do a little research on the thing. Uh, But there's members of the underground market. You know, we want you. There were uh, people, prospective people that were supplying uh, things to, uh, you know, obviously the the amendments in the Constitution didn't say Nick at Night couldn't talk about uh, drugs. Uh, but I know that there was distributors. Uh, I knew distributors that really had some uh, great stories. Uh, I'm obviously out of the drug game, drug-free, actually. Um, you know, besides that grass stuff, apparently, roll it, light it. Uh, big 420 guy. Floral guy, you know, like Aaron Rodgers says on Kenny Main show. Floral guy, you know. I like wearing uh, flowers around my neck every once in a while, if, you know, the right night calls for it, once in a blue moon. But, no, generally speaking, you know, I, you know, I don't dabble in that game that's... Uh, too old for that stuff, you know, 26 years old, just getting old, you know, childish behavior. Um, but, you know, just an open audition here. I'm just throwing it out there. I'm sitting here with a pen and paper, you know, my neck hurts. I just want someone to talk to dogs, you know, now they're just sleeping right next to me. They can't, you know, do everything for me. I got a bush light looking at me saying for the farmers, farmers out there, you know, you want to talk about your experience on the farmland. But I'm open for anything. But, you know, I, quite frankly, I won't even know how, you know, you'd probably have to come to me. You know, I got to get, I got to get a mic. I, you know, if you gave me a mic, I wouldn't maybe even know how to even plug it into a laptop. I got a half working laptop, a MacBook Pro circa 2012. I mean, this thing has been through hell and back. It's gone on about 16 different flights. Uh, It's been overheated. Uh, It's had many beers spilled on it. Um, It's, uh, does the old, like, static-y thing every once in a while where you think it's just going to explode on you does that whole number on you it just i am so technologically inept because i just i stay off the grid because it's just it uh it's a stressful uh world out there the technology world i don't know anything about anything i don't know really how to work gram insta i really the only thing i know is only fans and you know you can follow me on only fans on <laughs> psych there is no videos of me having sex out there um no i don't know how to do any of that crap i i use twitter occasionally to check out some news you, you'll find me hop on the facebook maybe uh, stick my nose in a facebook fight here and there just to uh, ruffle some feathers because that's the kind of guy i am stir the pot pot <laughs> um so it's not my thing. So if there's anyone, you know, with any uh, technological savvy, I'll throw you a little single here on the side. Uh, maybe a glass of wine if you come on over, you know, chauffeur you type deal. Um, when it comes to technology, you know, maybe I got to invest in a new laptop. Maybe I got to sit down with the guys over at uh, Geek Squad at Best Buy and just, you know, one-on-one seminar, pick their brain. Their, they pick mine and I can just see if I can outsmart them, tell them about content. Tell them what it means to generate ideas right from the brain. That type of thing. Um, see, I'm out of breath. I'm that far out of shape. I I haven't seen a gym in years. I mean, my place of employment has me doing a little bit of physical, physical activity here and there. I work a lot of hours. 
long hours, tough hours. Um, but I'm out of shape. My jaw can't speak that much. And, you know, every time I had a co-host, it was better. But if we go to the history of Nick at night, now apparently I've been canceled. This is uh, news to me, but I've just kind of heard through the grapevine. Nick at night was actually established in 2017 in La Crosse, Wisconsin. Early 2017. I want to say the first episode, February 2017. And we started as a live show. It was live. Uh, you had to tune in live to hear it, but I saved it. I had like a flash drive that just came along with me everywhere. It was like it was like that Bible that you couldn't get rid of. It was like my it was like my dog that flash drive always can. I just thought that flash drive was always gonna you know. So you can dig back in on that stuff's all uh, on the RSS feed. That's all. Uh, actually, there were a couple episodes that I thought were crossing the line that I re-listened to that I, I made private. So you're going to have to set up a private meeting to listen to those. Or, you know, maybe you got to convince me, hey, just open them all back up. We remember this one, you know. You know, we had we had a really uh, solid studio back when we first started. It was uh, something where I, I took a class and you actually had to do a show. I don't think my teacher listened to any of them because I'm pretty sure she would have uh, subsequently banned me from the class. I probably would have gotten expelled from the school. Um just because I'd usually sneak in there about 10 p.m. Uh, there'd be one janitor in there. Uh, usually looked pretty high. And uh, I'd come in very hydrated on water. And I had to pee a lot during my episodes. And I remember one episode, I got locked out of the studio. And I had to go run around to the janitor to get it. And I had to get back in. I had a soundboard and everything. Maybe I got to sneak back in there. Maybe I just got to take uh, occasional trips to Lacrosse, Wisconsin. And just, uh, you know get myself up to some mischief and you know i know the back doors and stuff i know people around there jim jeff joe john yeah you know say a name or whatever they let you in you go up into the studio record your shit get out of there and then you know subsequently probably get arrested uh but it was as i said just a live audience you'd have people calling in uh one of the great episodes of all time uh was the uh, cheap beer and liquor episode which i plan on doing a, a rerun of you know since i'm not a college kid anymore i'd like to kind of revise that that uh, list and just turn it into a, uh, you know, you're, uh, you're sitting around a campfire, big group of people, you know, maybe a 10 year high school reunion, something like that. And there's just an assortment of beverages because seltzers weren't even around back when this back way back when way back in 2017, way, way back way, some of your balls probably weren't even dropped by then. There wasn't even such thing as a seltzer. It was just you were living on Milwaukee's best ice and Kessler, and that was all we had. And uh, sometimes, you know, you had a, uh, you had uh, what do you call them people? Those you know the bootleggers. You had bootleggers coming to campfires and just distributing whatever they had on them. Uh, they were pretty much just making alcohol straight. Whatever. Okay, we're going on. Uh, but one night, we did uh, settle across student radio record. We had thirty-eight live listeners. Um, which was just huge. I mean, the outreach was fantastic. I mean, we had people in Stevens Point. We had people in Eau Claire. We had, uh, I believe we had a couple listeners out in Chicago. Chicago, and, you know, I want to say there might have been one out in Fort Myers too. So we had a large outreach that night. Uh, we had call-ins. Uh, obviously, we had a lot more technology there. Now we're kind of running a ragtag studio here. So um, those, the, the uh, opportunities for expansion are just not as um, lively as they once were. Um, 
as I said, my former co-host, uh, I'm not sure, you know, we don't like name dropping on here, but my former co-host, if you obviously used to listen to uh, when we were doing this on a regular basis for close to a year, he had a lot of equipment, very uh, equipment savvy. We had a good rapport going on and then, uh, you know, life took us in different directions. We had to kind of amicably uh, separate. No hard feelings, bro. But we had to amicably separate. Um which was tough on me and him. I think the stress level is very high. Um, but, you know, that's not to say we can't uh, have a little reunion. Uh, divorces are meant to be mended, right? Isn't that what uh, F. Scott Fitzgerald said in that 1738 poem, Walking on the Side? I don't know. I'm not sure. Anyway, apparently I was canceled for some of my content published in those earlier years. So uh, continue to cancel me. I'm, I'm leaving most of that stuff up. Uh, maybe I'll yeah, – I have some good stories on there. Um, whatever, I – Wild child, you know, child at heart, whatever you want to say. Um, not a model citizen, whatever. Not the point. Um, so we've been going, though, four years now. We've had a lot of gaps in these four years. But he always comes back, this Nick at Night guy, this character. He's always, again, he's playing a character. Uh, I, I want to make that very clear. Character play, right? Not actual. So sometimes you got to distinguish that in 2021 here. There's character, and then there's real life. Now, there's entertainment, right? This is what, That's the goal here. We try to keep it light here. Bush light. Bush latte. For the farmers. But he always comes back at some point. He's never going to let this thing go. He just needs uh, needs the equipment. He needs a shelter, you know, shelter. He needs co-host. He needs a lot of different things to keep the well-oiled machine running. But, I'm, you know, it's something that's a... It's a therapeutic release for me to have this. You know, I write down a lot of things. I'm kind of a loner, lone wolf type guy. Lived a lot of different places. Um, stationed a lot of different places. Moved a lot. Um, stationed, not military. Um, just been a lot of different areas of this country. Left the country once. Mexico, Cancun. We remember that. That was the quarantine number one episode. That got a lot of heat. But, um, you know, been around the block, I suppose you could say. Had a lot, had a lot of cups of coffee at places. That's, you know, not, not a lot of uh, extended stays anywhere. Always usually end up coming right back to the roots. Um, s- extended stays there on the border of Minnesota and Wisconsin for four years. Extended one-year-long stay on the east and west coast. A uh, couple different stints in the valley, Fox Valley. Uh Home is Wisconsin for me, though. That's uh, that's what I love. Love the old, uh, love the Cheesehead State. Um, <laughs> gonna tear up here. No. All right, we do got something on the docket, though. I I wanted to get back to the uh, to the way this show was built. This show was built on structure. You know, this show was built on preparation. Uh, Peyton Manning once said, "You'll never be nervous if you prepare. Nerves aren't a thing if you're well prepared." And uh. The show was at its best when there was solid prep beforehand, a nice layout, a structure that you follow, and then you build off that, you riff off that. Now, if you don't have a co-host, you're riffing off yourself, and then you're <sighs> deep breaths like that. Um, but we do got a, a, sec- a section, of, kind of by popular demand, you know, over uh, 
I've got a lot of close confidants, acquaintances, people that, you know, have uh, started new lives in different cities, different areas. And since I've done that, I know the struggle of uh, just kind of picking things up and starting fresh somewhere else. And you don't know how to make friends. You don't know how to uh, meet new people. In fact, I'm kind of doing it here where I'm living. I, you know, it's an unfamiliar territory, unfamiliar area. I feel like uh, I just got dropped out of space and put right onto this gravel pit where I am and, you know, you're kind of trying to meet people. And, you know, the easiest way, you know, I don't condone uh, binge drinking by any means, the, by any uh, stretch of the imagination. It's uh, usually a recipe for trouble. But uh, a good, easy way to meet people, if you're looking for a softball, you want that soft toss, because I, I did it for a period of time myself, is just popping into a bar by yourself, straight sober, looking around, Survey the scene, you know, kind of take command of the situation. You got a 20 regulars sitting around maybe with their crew, and then you kind of come in uh, maybe wearing a backwards hat, forwards hat, don't really matter. Maybe a statement jersey of sorts, and, you know, there's nothing like walking into a regular bar where they think it's your territory, and then you just sit down right in a bar stool and uh, do your thing, and then uh, maybe you meet friends that way. Uh, a lot of times, uh, not the best friends you meet there, um, shady characters, I don't know. Just from past experience, giving you my advice. Uh, but I made a list here of the best bar conversation starters. And as I said, this is for people starting fresh in a new area. Maybe you feel like a fish out of water. You know, you're lonely. Whatever. Whatever the case may be. This is a guideline for you to meet new people if you're in an area of foreign territory, if that makes sense, okay, because I've done it, I got the experience, I've actually, one of my, some of my favorite times and memories are just popping into a bar by myself when I, uh, when I used to go to a Packer bar all the time uh, in California, uh, I'd, I'd sit there and, uh, you know, you just listen, you listen to the chatter around you, and, you know, if you're really bored, you don't have anything to do, your friends are on opposite sleep schedules as you, you pop into a random bar by yourself and you just listen. You don't even say nothing. You just listen to what's going on around you and then uh, you'll find a lot of funny things if you're uh, interested in stand-up comedy endeavors or uh, podcasting. Podcasting, a very watered-down industry now, but as I said, I like to think I'm a innovator of the podcasting. I like to think I started pretty early, you know, 2017. <clears throat> Voice crack. Anyways, this is a list, my top 15 best bar conversation starters. Uh, in no particular order, uh, we're going to start with number one. And now this is a, uh, if you ever listen to Power Moves, you can always go back to that. We might do a Power Moves encore, but uh, rack them up. So this is my number one here, my personal number one. You go into a bar, okay, you order a fashionable Bush Lighter, a Budweiser. As you know, this is a Bush, White, Bush Light Budweiser podcast. If you're a pool guy like I, like myself, you're always going to find someone in a bar or tavern or pub or whatever you'd like to call it, or a club, if you're a club, eh, not a club guy. Not that's not me. But if you're in a bar, you're going to find someone that used to be in a pool league. You're going to find someone that used to play. You're going to find someone. Thing is, when you rack up a pool game, and especially if you're doing one-on-one, -on -one, I mean, everyone's looking at you. I mean... Throw throw maybe a $10 bill on the table, start getting cocky. Hey, let's play for shots, things of that nature. Uh, just really start running the mouth a little bit. Uh, it could get you hit in the jaw. I've been there, done that. Just make sure you stand up. Don't uh, don't let it knock you down. Um, 
Rack them up. Hey, looking to play pool? You get a little shit talking going, kind of get the blood flow going, uh, adrenaline, juices pumping. You rack them up, play a little billiards, a little friendly game of billiards. Make sure there's a wager on hand uh, because you're bound to make friends and enemies. And friends and enemies are how this world was created. Civil War, ever heard of it? Friends, enemies, friendly fire. Not sure if you, you get the analogy, but rack them up. Okay, so you have a beer. You have a shot, you have whatever to just, you know, after work, just to, to cool off. And then you're kind of looking around. You're going to find someone that's looking to it's looking to show show off what kind of skills they have. So you rack them up. You put that thing in the uh, the triangle. And then you go uh, however way you want to rack them up. You know, throw a little wager on it. You're bound to make some friends. That's my top That's my top best bar conversation starter. Another one, If you, now this is if you're, <laughs> I know some people that, well, if they don't get in a bar fight for a certain amount of time, apparently they get quote-unquote fiending for one. I've heard that. Yeah, I'm fiending for one. It's been a while since I got in a bar fight. <laughs> All right. Well, if you're fiending, how do, you, how do you get one going? Well, eventually you're going to catch someone staring at you. And the moment you catch them, whether they're across the bar, whether they're next to you, whether <laughs> don't matter where they are, how are you looking at? They are never going to know what to say. You'll make an instant enemy. This is not a way to make friends. But if you're fiending for a bar fight, this is just for those that get that fiend, that get that itch. You know, they want to do a little old school Western style, 1860s. Hey, why don't you come out out back? Let's have a cigarette about it. Punch you in the mouth. You know, things like that. Maybe after a big sports game, someone's wearing a Tampa Bay Buccaneers jersey to your right. And uh, they just knocked off the Green Bay Packers. Hey, what the fuck are you looking at? Or if you uh, walk into a place and you got an Aaron Rodgers t-shirt, A.A. Ron. Uh, we are an A.A. Ron Rodgers podcast, number 12. You get that look from a guy that's uh, kind of looking to take you out back. Yeah, that's when you, uh, you know, maybe throw, uh, you know, stretch the fingers out a little bit, pull the phalanges, as they say, get the knuckles all ready to go. You know, maybe uh, if you got a fashionable watch on, maybe take that off. Stretch the wrist, you know, a little wrist pumping a little bit. Now, you may have no intentions, but at least, you know, they, they respect you. So you hit them with the what are you looking at, and then either they get scared or, you know, you... Fill your fiend. I wouldn't suggest this one, but this is something I've heard. Um, another one that works very well. I mean, this is the softball of bar conversation starters. You come in, you take a seat, you have maybe two sips of your beer. Look to your left. Well, you actually look for the guy nearest to you, guy or girl. I'd suggest if you're a male, male, you know, let's keep it uh, platonic here. Usually uh, we don't want to be creepy. What's new with you? You're either going to find someone that'll unload their entire life story on you, or you're going to find someone that you'll know. You know, when you say something as general as what's new with you, you're going to get something. You're going to know what kind of guy you're dealing with, kind of individual. You're Now, this is obviously 21 plus. We don't condone underage drinking. I... As someone, a four-time underage drinking uh, survivor ticket guy, um, I drank four times underage, got caught all four times. Bad luck. What do you want to say? Uh, but if you're 21, you know, you're new to the bar scene, you're looking around, you just hit them with a what's new with you, and either they unload on you and you got a new friend, or they move and you got someone who doesn't want anything to do with you. To me, your life doesn't change either way. Um. Uh, we're going to come on to this one now. If you're a sports guy like myself, now 
Nectar of the Gods, Bushlight. Time's first pitch today. Just, if you got a deep, hoarse voice, or if you're just really feeling ballsy, you see maybe some brewer's hats, obviously only brewer's here. You see some brewer's hats um, rocking around the U-shaped bar or whatever bar you have. Time's first pitch. Uh, you'll find some sports nut willing to let you know what time first pitch is. Do you really care what time first pitch is? No, you don't. You just say it to spark conversation, and then usually that leads to this. This next one. Now, you'll, if you're analyzing, you know, being a real analysis guy, uh, you know, uh, sabermetrics, that's what they call it, yeah. You'll figure out who's looking to shake, shaking for shots. Who wants to shake? You start talking to someone across the bar. You make sure they get two beers down the hatch. They're going to want to shake, especially if you got a, a true bar professional that's just really fiending for the deal dice cup. Who wants to shake? What do you want to play? Bar dice? Start throwing out terms. Bar dice? Uh, ship captain crew? Korean? What are you thinking? Lefty righty? 2-5 uh, progressive? 5-2 progressive? I'll play whatever. You know, and you just start acting like an expert, but you actually don't know what you're talking about. That's just, as I said, I've, t- I've said on previous podca- podcasts, General life tip, as long as you got a bunch of words from the English language ingrained in your uh, brain and you just start throwing them out there, people are always going to think you know what you're talking about. It'll move you up the company ladder, I promise. So you do that, who wants to shake, dice cup, you know, something like that. Um, and that'll always work. That's going to make friends. It's going to make enemies. Actually, it's just going to make friends. I mean, you might have someone yell, Oh, yeah, it's only 4, it's only four o'clock. They're looking to do that. Obviously, if you got to drive, don't be doing that. If you got to drive, cut her off at two beers, maybe mix in a casual couple NAs, O'Duels. If you're that kind of guy, we don't, no, no drinking and driving here. Um, Now, this one, this is a, this is desperate times, call for desperate measures type. This is... uh. You come in, you got a tough shift. Maybe you had a, maybe you're just leaving a tough argument with a significant other, a tough argument with uh, anyone, coworker, friend, family member, whatever the case may be. You come in to a brand new bar, all right? You ask the bartender. Now make sure you have a hat on too. You got to have a ball cap on of some sort. Uh, you got to have fake sweat. If you aren't sweating, go grab the nearest hose, spray it on your face, and just look like you uh, got done with the workout or whatever. Yeah, I'll take uh, take a shot of Jameson in the bush light. Then you got to be rubbing the forehead sweat. Eyes half closed, looking down right at the uh, bar table where they're going to serve you. The moment that shot gets poured, you rip it right down the hatch, and then it actually sinks your head lower. But then you feel the burn of it. Now you can't obviously show any emotion. Now you throw your back and your hips back. Maybe uh, do a little stretch here with the uh, shoulders and the arms and shake your head a little bit and slowly sip your beer. Look around, survey the scene. Someone is bound to uh, either one, start talking to you, or two, you're going to have immediate, you're going to have some immediate shit in your arsenal to just start dropping. Now, usually the follow-up after this here, as I got on uh, my list here, <laughs> you good? Someone someone down the bar, usually someone who's had a, one too many cocktails over the course of the day, 
Uh, they've probably been sitting here for two, three hours, and then you come in bringing your negative Nelly in. Eeyore comes into the crowd, and he's just uh, trying to bring some bad energy in, and uh, some guy down the bar, especially a regular, is going to be like, hey, you all right? Yep, my wife. It's all you got to say. Or, if you're a lady, my husband. Probably won't work for you, ladies. This is male, uh, a male-dominated... Uh, because ladies, from all I've heard, it seems like any lady that goes into a bar by themselves, they just feel immediately violated, which I can imagine. But you say something, the old ball and chain at it again. Yeah, what's you do today? Blah, 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 blah. You go back and forth. Eventually, um, you concoct some big bullshit story. Um, you get them to buy a bunch of drinks for you, and then you hit them with the old uh, Irish goodbye, give them the old wave out. No, actually, you go take a piss, fake piss, and then uh, as you walk down the stairs, you might hear someone in the background, you leaving? Yep, going home, you know, walking home, not driving. So that one works pretty well. There's always someone looking to uh, be a shoulder to cry on when you come in um, complaining about the old ball and chain. That one works. That's an emergency use only, though. You can't use that too much. You can only use that once per bar because eventually then you become that guy that always has relationship problems. I've never been that guy ever. Um, this one works very well. It's 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 going stale, but it used to work very well. And come in with that low demeanor again. Maybe you just got done with a tough eight or twelve hour shift, whatever it is. And you just say, man, this COVID shit's pissing me off. Especially, this works especially well at a place that doesn't accept cash. You'll still find a few places that don't accept cash. This COVID shit, you're going to have someone, oh, you're telling me, blah, blah, blah. It's bound to happen. As I said, now that one's losing its luster a little bit. That used to, that used to work often. Um. As I said, this is for people maybe living in the Montana, Dakotas area. This is, again, for people living in a new area, just not sure how to uh, make their make their uh, rounds, kind of start a new friend crew. Um, this isn't a guarantee to start a new friend crew or anything. This is just a guarantee to uh, get people talking to you if you don't want to be a loner. Uh, the fake phone call works pretty well, too. At some point, either come in with a fake phone call or start a fake phone call. The fake phone call always works, and people are going to think you have people to talk to, even though you don't. So make sure they don't see. I've had this happen before. Um, make sure they don't see, like, your dashboard screen if someone to your radio is trying to talk to you, and then you pull out your phone, and then uh, you accidentally show your, hey, I'm on the phone, and then it's, like, your background image, and then they're like, okay, you're definitely full of shit. So I've had that happen before. So this, uh, if you can avoid that at all costs, uh, you should be fine, but... It's an option. It's an option, the old fake phone call trick. And this one goes hand in hand with that is, do you have an extra smoke? Uh, I have long been a proponent of, you know, I don't support smoking at all, lung cancer, this, that. But uh, these e-cigs, I'm, I'm one to believe, I think these e-cigs might be worse for you than cigarettes. They're just so accessible. They're right there at your fingertips. And these young kids... Now, you know, older adults, everyone is puffing these things like chimneys. I mean, you'll see a teepee set out in the middle of the ice in ice fishing season, and you would mistaken it for Christmas. You'd think uh, the chimneys are puffing, and it's actually just uh, e-cig central. I know people that can uh, 
take down those things. They'll take down an entire cartridge in a day, and it's like their lungs. I don't know. You have the old popcorn lung. I don't know exactly what that looks like. I'm not a proponent of that. I'm a proponent of, yeah, we're also sponsored by Nicorette Gum. Uh, you can get some of that at CVS. If you're not looking to smoke, you're just trying to, you know, chill on some gum a little bit. I used to be. I obviously quit Survivor. Um, whatever you can believe me or don't. Kill them with indifference, as they say. Uh, that's a quote from the Pat McAfee Show. PMS 2.0. Good podcast to listen to. But you will never have a more enlightening conversation with someone than having a cigarette. What are you doing there? Raj. Number 12. What do we got going on here? Sneaking around again? You doing that hard count? Hot, go, hot, go. Man, if I had videos for this, as I said, if I had a face for TV. These dogs here, though. Follow me on Snapchat. Duh, 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 blank. Beep, beep, beep. Then you can maybe see some of that. Um. Oh, one bush light down. Yeah, we're feeling good. Uh, what I usually do now, I have a few cardinal rules. There's, um, if I ever go to a Packer game, if I ever go to a Milwaukee Bucks game, if I ever go to a Milwaukee Brewers game, it's like in my blood that I have to bum a cigarette. I have to. It's like, it's one of those things like, it's like, say you have a tradition that, you do every Christmas or every Thanksgiving that you can't break. It doesn't matter how old you are, you have to do it. And I've been doing this for years now where I find someone smoking a cigarette and I just walk up to him and you go up there with that dejected face, that dejected look. Hey, I uh, just ran out last night in the last pack. You happen to have an extra one on you? They're going to get pissed. Just make sure you have like a couple dollar bills on you. They will get pissed. They'll give you that look of, oh, I know you're full of shit. Then then you make them guilty. You pull out a couple singles. Hey, I can pay you. I just ran out last night. And Well, and then it gets bad if you start saying that to the same. I've had that happen. But you tell them you ran out last night, and they'll give you one. And pull out the singles. Then they get. Then they feel bad because they're like, oh, man, this guy's serious. He's got, yeah, so you got to have that ready and then. Secondhand smoke is serious, and secondhand vape smoke is serious, too, so that's kind of the stance I'm taking on it. Obviously, I don't smoke. I only do when I'm at those games, and I have to. Like, it's it's in the blood. You know, it's coursing through your veins. you gotta, you got to have a smoke. There's people probably listening to this that are just trying not to smoke it. Okay, we're off the smoking. This one is a good one. Come here often. Pop in. Take a seat at your bar stool. Any specials here? Now, you don't want to say this one too loud because then you come off as a cheap ass, but uh, you might see a lovely couple sitting down there that's looking to talk, and you tell hey, do you come here often? I just moved to the area. Uh, is there any specials that you know of that I can uh, uh, splurge on? Come here often? Works, and it's a good pickup line, too. Sure, uh, no, not a good pickup line. But you just ask them what the specials are, hey, and then, uh, you know, if you really want to get dicey with it. Yeah, we have, uh, tonight we got uh, $1.75 brats, then you tell them, last year they were buck fifty. And you act like you've been there before, and then the bartender's like, well, I just started six months ago. 
take my business elsewhere. And they go, wait, 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 come back. Works every time. Maybe. Maybe that's a lie. Getting to the end of the list here. Uh, I don't know if I like this one. This one, yeah. Yeah, the bartender will get really mad if you do this one, if you ask him or her if... Uh, who is this guy? Who is this girl? She's single? Yeah, they, that don't work too well. Don't do that. Okay, cross it off. Cross that one off. That doesn't work. You're going to find yourself on the outside looking in. This is about the most general conversation starter, but at a bar works like a charm. Supposed to warm up this weekend? And in the state of Wisconsin, this works great. You just yell it as loud as you can. And then someone will pipe out, Oh, it's supposed to be 75! Saying that we got a cold front coming in, but there's a chance of a blizzard. Guaranteed. You're going to get some people ask. You're going to get some people interested in what the weather's like. And then you're going to see a few people go up onto their phone on the weather. Oh, well, I was looking at uh, Well, weather underground is a little different forecast on weather.com but they were saying there was a 30 percent chance of storms and then uh, well i heard 15 mile an hour winds i'm not gonna go outside that way grandma wanted to take the kids to the beach you'll get that you'll get the whole life story uh, you might even have someone open up their own basic weather app and they'll pull up <laughs> weather app change from this for Wish they paid me to be a meteorologist if my job hired me to get everything wrong and i still got paid Hell, I wouldn't have it. Yeah, that whole thing. So the weather always works, but it's such a general topic, and people just lose their minds about the weather. I feel bad for meteorologists. I do. Uh, because meteorologists, they're paid to get things wrong, and people think they do it on purpose. But actually, deep dive conspiracy, they do do it on purpose. And people keep coming back to watch so they can bash the meteorologists. I'm an undocumented storm chaser. Anytime there's a storm, I'll generally hop in my car and just follow it, see how close I can get to the tornado. One of my life goals is just get sucked into one of those things and see what happens. I'll throw on a fucking football helmet, throw on a shoulder pads and whatnot, and just kind of see how much I can tell. I've taken a lot of beating in my day, uh, a lot of sports, a lot of athletics, a few sucker punches. Um, but yeah, you hit the supposed to warm up this weekend. You're uh, going to get a lot of people asking. Uh, you throw your theory in, maybe throw in a uh, a site. Yeah, I was actually looking at weather2gov.org. Uh, or no, weather2forus.gov. You tell them it's a weather or it's a government sanctioned site, so they definitely can't lie because it's the government. They don't ever do things like that. They were saying there was a thirty five percent chance of a snowstorm, but then uh, I took a look at weather. Uh, for us.com and they said snow not likely <laughs> but it's wisconsin sometimes we'll get four seasons in one day <laughs> yeah you know the drill it's works it's general always uh reliable um so that's your easiest one now we're up to the last one and this will get you free drinks this will get you free whatever this will get you anything you want 
underguessed the age of the bartender, whoever it is. Never seen him or her in your life. They look 55. Tell them, let me guess, you're uh, 42? Oh, thank you so much. Here's a free this, free that, free this. You walk out of there, you won't have to pay a dime. Looks like a charm every time. Guaranteed good service. They'll ask you to come back next time. They'll say, hey, you don't even have to pay if you tell me I look young. I don't get why people get such a fetish with that. Yeah, well, you know, you'll see as you get older. Whatever. That's it. That's uh, Nick at Night Quarantine Encore. Through the through the docket here. I think next week we got a few ideas on the docket. Uh, we're thinking about trying smelling salts. I don't know if you see a lot of the athletes like Tom Brady and uh, A.A. Ron. You know, before a game, they'll uh, do the smelling salts. You know, kind of get you pumped up. Maybe something. Maybe I'll do that next time. And whoo whoo. You know, if you were a loyal listener a couple years back, yeah, just short of a couple years ago, I I think I put in like a full. I'm not a nicotine guy anymore, but huge lip. Um, smoking an e-cig, yeah. It was bad. It made me sick. It would make me very sick. But these ammonia inhalants. You know, they're, people do before a fight or they do before uh, something they got to get pumped up in. Maybe a beer league softball match. I don't know. Anyways, that's uh, the Nick at Night Encore is done. Uh, reach out to me if you're interested. Reach out to me if you got ideas. I'm going to keep running this ragtag operation as long as... I can, uh, it's, it's a good, good therapeutic release, you know, you tell your therapist or you tell whoever you talk to, tell your friends, you know, hey, why do you, why do you talk about that stuff? It's therapeutic for me, they'll, they'll lay off, I promise. Good for my mental health. That's it. Enjoy your bush lattes. Go to AutoZone. Uh, I'm looking for sponsors, uh, free, free ad plugs. Um, I'll decide if I want to put it on. The AutoZone and Bushlight have always been good to me, so that's it. We're going to send it off with Wheeler Walker Jr. He likes smoking pot a lot. I don't. Some people smoke meth. Some people smoke crack. Some people snort coke. Off of Ricky's ball sack. I've tried them all Don't get me wrong The best high there is Comes from a bomb Some people like pills.